0: We got a new year, we got a new movie, and we're back on track. Welcome to episode eight of the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. We are a Spider-Man-themed podcast with the Goomba Twist. We are proud members of both the Let's Go Podcast Network, pop culture without the pop, and the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Check out both shows or both websites for uh, just an utter buffet of... Uh, podcasts and videos and stuff some are canceled some are not you can watch reruns you can do whatever you want it's all up to you um but i am your consigliere of the coalition i'm peter Mvera vera and i can't do this alone this is definitely uh you know you know i'm only one of three peters i need three i need two others with me so let me introduce you to the captain and the godfather of the family nicholas and nico caruso gentlemen how are we today
1: we're doing great man happy new year to you happy new year to all the webheads out there it has been a Unbelievable end of the year and the beginning of the year if you are a Spider-Man fan. Just good times, man.
2: Hello, Peter. <laughs> Very simple. Very simple. <laughs> Happy to be here. What's funny is in becoming friends with you, I've never had a friend named Peter in my life until you. <clears throat> hey, Who's As so, angry as I am. So hey, not, no, you are not an angry person. It's all justified. <clears throat> but what's funny is then... Every time, and this isn't in like a weird way, but then every time that I saw the film we're about to talk about, which was many times, um a couple of times when they said Peter, I was like, Mr. Vera, <laughs> 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 Mr. Vera. That's but, funny. Uh, happy New Year, happy to be back. Um, this show continues to be a blast to do with you too but uh it's it's cool to talk about something new and as big as this, and uh mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this conversation for a while. I know we've been trying to dodge our thoughts about it to save for the airwaves here, but um, I'm ready.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, geez. just trying trying to figure out where this. I mean, well, first of all, obviously, we're going to talk spoilers and No Way Home. Like, that's just out oh, yeah. kind of the way. We've waited long enough. Uh, we figured we know we're a little late on this, but we didn't want to. I don't know get lost in the mix we we yeah. figured you know why do a spoiler free show because that's just worthless let's we'll just get right to it so we gave everyone enough time we're now into January the movie's been out for a while so I, I think uh, I think we can get away with it and just go right around into it as late as this is but um, I want to I think I want Nico to start with this because I don't think anyone's a seen this movie as many times as his. I don't think anyone likes it as much as Nico. I don't think it's I'm pretty sure this movie is like an orgasmic experience for you. So uh, I want you to start with that. All that and
2: more, brother. All that. And yeah. More. Um, yes. I'd, hate, I'd
0: hate for you to watch the movie alone because it's just that just seems very disturbing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, well, uh, well, thank you for letting me uh, kick it off here. So, yeah. So for me, just just overall i'll 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 just give like a brief you know overview is yeah so i have now that we're doing this i have seen this film uh six times i've set my theater record uh it was previously five for the force awakens um back in in 2015 i thought you saw that was also five but that was also five five times yeah yeah, i was trying to help it make money (laughs) at the time because i wanted because i wanted all those people you were trying to make it i didn't like it but i was trying to get the sequel and the other characters to return but didn't work (laughs) really didn't work but that's okay because i like where we're going now but that's a different show podcast altogether um so yeah this movie um if you've if you follow me on twitter or listen to the couple other places i've talked about this thing was this thing was close to perfect for me it was a triumph um I was very excited for it, but also very skeptical. We talked on several shows about it of, you know, um, when you start bringing back these characters and using the nostalgia, some, some of these modern films and shows have used it well with their storytelling. Some haven't. Um, I've looked at some things that have stumbled with the way they bring things back. My biggest example is um, some of the sequel trilogy for Star Wars did not work for me in the way they use certain characters and things they brought back. Um, so I was a little skeptical going into it. And then there were all these leaks and the hype for it and the clamoring for information. We, we all talked. It started to get annoying around that week. It was coming out of like everyone trying to clamor like, well, pictures are real. Who's in it? Who's not? And but then I sat down and um, I'm also not a big Tom Holland. Um, I wasn't, I should say. I was not a big fan of Tom Holland's version of the character. I'm Homecoming continues to kind of go up and down for me, depending on the day. I don't like Far From Home. So I was like, okay, am I even going to care about the main Spider-Man in this film? Is it just going to be all the goodies I'm here for? And um, this film did the unexpected for me. It did the unthinkable where it not only gave me almost everything I wanted, me personally as a Spider-Man fan in this film, it made me really love tom holland's version finally and i think they told a really compelling peter parker story so i had a ball at this it it's going to sound like hyperbole but the amount of times i went to see this the amount of different people i brought to see it and their reactions seeing people on twitter it's just been an incredible fan experience for me too and this is one of my favorite things ever in in being a spidey fan because of i think everything it's like this perfect storm of things happening with it so I love this thing, and when we talk about specifics, I'll get into it. But I yeah. saw this thing; I paid to see this thing six times, and I sat six times to watch this two and a half hours. So that equates to a lot of hours. I did not want to do the math, but so that should tell you how much I love this <laughs> thing. Um, and I can't wait to get into some specifics. About eighteen hours. I love how you actually just did the math right there. I, I was <laughs> watching; he said it was <laughs> Yeah,
1: Daddy Bats. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm right there with my son. I was uh, it was a, it was just such an exhilarating experience for me because I too was a little skeptical going in. And I just thought that, you know, I always look at these movies, Pete, we always try to figure out like, what are they, we know they want to make money, right? We know that's obviously the first objective of what the studios are in it for, but from the directing and the writing and, the actors and the characters, I'm always trying to figure out what are they trying to do. And I really thought that they really checked every box here for a personal Peter Parker story hmm. and then incorporated all the nostalgia has an essential part to get him where he was. I don't believe there was any fan service in this movie, even though it is a movie of fan service. So I know that doesn't make sense, but I thought it was all essential to the plot. I thought the performances were terrific for the most part, everything looked really good. And I've seen it four times. And I think the, the, the great thing too, was like, I I went with my mother. I took my wife and these are GA, these are GA people, right? They, They know the history and they know it, but like my mom is, was just moved emotionally. My wife was moved emotionally. I know some people at work who are not comic book people, that didn't even necessarily see a lot of the stuff before this. And again, just moved, you know, by it just really, it, it was just a real feel good experience. And I think it was the, it was just a perfect timing. Like Nico said, it was kind of like the perfect storm. So that's where I'm at with it. I, you know, to me, like I said, I don't find much fault with this movie whatsoever. And I think that um, this movie will be judged. I think going forward, is how the other movies try to incorporate some of this mm-hmm. stuff now, this nostalgia that, that they're weaving and, and trying to use here,
0: yeah. Uh, you guys have brought up nostalgia, and I feel like this is all because of Stranger Things. Um, I credit Stranger Things with creating this nostalgic wow. movement, and then That's a great point, yeah. And then it, it goes into you know, filming, mean, you get uh, maybe even Scream 4 to like an extent. Maybe even in nostalgia. I can't remember if that came out before or after. But um, you had those movies of Ghostbusters now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? The Force Awakens, uh, Jurassic World. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and you want to throw this in there. Um, the Going into this, um, I have been a little cri- more critical of this incarnation of Spider-Man. I don't even want to call it Tom Holland's Spider-Man. This is Kevin Feige's Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Um, so... I love homecoming. The more I watch homecoming, the more I fall in love with it. And uh, I'm not a big fan of far from home. (laughs) That (laughs) that is is not a good movie. In my opinion, I don't care how much money it makes or how many tomatoes it has. Um, It's just not good. But this is a, while they do things, I don't, there's certain things I don't like in the movie that they do, but this is still a fabulously well-made movie. Um, There's a lot of heart. There's a lot of emotion Um, for like what the first, I don't know hour when it's when it's MCU Peter, like I was cu- wondering like am I gonna enjoy this version? Am I waiting like Nico just for you know Spider Man of past to show up? And this might have been this might be my favorite like MCU movie because again like you have Doctor Strange's in this, so it's it's heavily I- into the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like they they don't uh, as as Marvel does they don't, they're not very shy about um their about their uh, their franchise, so. I was really impressed with the MCU stuff and I was really enjoying that and everything between Zendaya and Holland was just magic in my opinion, you know? And even Ned, like Ned came out Mm. as a real emotional force, I thought, in the movie, you know, like how how grounded with these kids being, you know, almost kind of like outcasts now because of Spider-Man and they're not getting into school because of Spider-Man, even though clearly the three of them are brilliant. Like they are brilliant young individuals and they have a bright future ahead of them, but they're they're just kind of you know, they're looked at as, as almost kind of like, ah, you know, like, when these people are around bad things happen and, you know, while it's a hundred percent true, I can understand why a school would not want Spider-Man attending, you know, like that's a lot of money in uh, uh, reconstruction. So I imagine tuition would go up a lot. Um, but like, I get it. And it just, it really hits because it, it felt it felt very grounded and normal for as crazy as this time traveling multiverse yeah. superhero yeah. Movie is. And then when you bring in the elements of, of Garfield and Maguire, and that that's more than just those two individuals itself it's it's their worlds you know i'm i'm really impressed with what they did i loved what they did with defoe and the green goblin i thought that was magic i thought how i even thought how they adapted the look was brilliant like i'm waiting yes. for the marvel yes. legends like i'm waiting for that action figure I need the um I enjoyed everyone. Everyone's appearance. Molina was fabulous. I, I, I enjoyed the, how they, you know, manipulated the technology because of the Iron Spider suit. I'm like, wow, this suit actually serves a purpose. I'm very Finally. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, the black suit in the movie, though, I did not enjoy. I don't know why it was there. I I merch. it's it I just, merch. it's a, it you know, it's a stupid looking suit. It's a bad looking action figure. I, I just don't get it. I just, there's got to be another suit lying around. I don't know why they did that. That was a head scratcher for me. Um, the other head scratch, the other two head scratchers for me are the obvious. You know, it's it's Uncle Ben and it's the Osbournes in this Marvel Cinematic Universe. And while the movie I think is successful and amazing, and it shouldn't be to be brutally honest, like this movie shouldn't be as good as it is. It just shouldn't. Like that's the best. It's, it's so ambitious. You could have said, yeah, you're it's right. So ambitious. That. There's no way this should have worked, and they did it flawlessly. But you know, there's a certain things like when Osborn is is sitting at the table and he tells May like, you know, like. OsCorp doesn't exist. I'm like, oh, so, that's
2: weird. So I weird. have to pat myself on the back here. I have to uh, pat myself on the back here. So you texted me right after you saw it, and you told me that you loved it, and you said some other things, and you said, but there was a few things you you know that we'll talk about that I wasn't mm-hmm. that I wasn't into, it and I said, I bet <laughs> I could guess. I know what they are. I bet I could guess. <laughs> yeah. So I did it because I wanted to save your thoughts for the show, but I did Listen to the show with you and rick shrew shout out to him also you guys gave us a very kind shout out you guys are the best thank you so much and just to say thank you too that you have let us come into this community that you guys have been in for years and have our show exist in that world as well which is so kind of you guys we're honored to be here. be here as well um well thank you brother but I said, I bet, I bet the two, so I had a third one. So, but I had three. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be the Uncle Ben thing. Yeah, the three of them talking and Holland not having a thing to say about Uncle Ben is it's 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 an issue. It is a yes, very big issue. Yes, I knew that. I said when he said Oscorp doesn't exist here. I'm like, ooh, because even I was like, ooh, okay. I'm like, okay, people weird like that
1: yeah, and the Goblin
2: then, is so big to lore. Right? This can't be Holland's it's Goblin. So I'm sorry, it can't be. Which I respect. And the third one, I actually don't know if you care about this or not, but um, her gravestone not being by Ben's at the end. Well, that's part of Ben in general. Okay, I, okay.
0: But yeah, no, that, that's part of it. When so, I
2: listened to your show and you brought those up, I was like, oh, I got him. I know my Petey. I know Peter. Peter. <laughs> got him but um the webs, you just to, to just to touch on those go ahead quick. No, go ahead you go no um yeah and then I'll let you talk yeah. real quick I think um the Oscorp thing I agree with you um when he said Oscorp doesn't exist here I'm like okay that's interesting it's bold um, it's bold also because there are a lot of I guess it's interesting how they're going to handle this multiverse going forward because you have so many other things that coexist Mm -hmm. and then you pick and choose. And I think this is just maybe how the MCU is going to try to balance it. Like, okay, you have multiple Peter Parkers who are Spider-Man. That's all the same. You had multiple Aunt Mays. Those are the same. You had multiple, the same love interests. Those are the same. But then like two of the worlds have an Oscorp. Now Holland's doesn't. It's like, okay. So it's um, I don't think it, it ended up, I don't think it ended up – it will end up being as big of a deal breaker for me. But I will say when I heard Oscorp doesn't exist here, I'm like, okay. That's very – because we've been speculating. There's been rumors that the MCUs wanted to use Norman Osborn going forward that I was very interested in, and him being like the grounded villain and having like people like Kang being like the cosmic villain. I'm like, okay, this is cool. So maybe they're going to switch that up going into four. We have Morbius coming. There's Osborn and Kingpin together could cause some damage. That would also. be legend. I know. You're I know. thinking animated. I love it. Thing that I That's a shout
1: out to the old animated
2: cartoon. And, yeah. you know, having Kingpin even yeah. help him put together the, the six. Um, could be is, is something I'm thinking about. To me, and Dad, you have similar thoughts. I'll let you expand on yeah. it a little more, but <clears throat> the amp, the Uncle Ben thing, that was something that I think us three are on the same page, that we want that presence more. Do we need to see the origin again? Do we need to see him die again? No, but, but some of those lessons I still wanted to see. I wanted to see his presence felt like you always talk about. For me, when I saw May die and give the words, that's something mm-hmm. I that's one leak I heard going into the movie not that she died but she gives Peter the words and I was like going in the movie it I'm, does lessen the blow let me see let me see if I'm gonna like this mm-hmm. and I also, and I actually think that that scene plays out beautifully and I think that's really emotional I think it's a really effective death for Peter in my mindset and there's an article that the writers wrote the writers wrote why did that sentence sound? Weird? That sounds right. There's an article with the writers of the movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't write it. They're in the interview mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that talks about this too. And I think, I think because it's been so long, and his presence has not been in there except for the stupid suitcase and and far which from makes home, no sense
0: because it almost is now like, makes not no a big sense. part of her life.
2: It's
0: right. mans their big continuity issue, and, in my opinion.
2: So yeah. So but understanding that they tried to make may his driving factor for once in this movie like she's the reason he tries to cure the villains she's Mm -hmm. the reason for this mantra of second chances in the movie so if you really think about it aunt may is finally the driving force for him for something and aunt may is really the driving force for this movie for a lot Mm -hmm. she's really Mm -hmm. made things work for me which i thought which made it worked for me. Cause I said, wow, I've been very critical of how they use Tomei I've thinking. And, and and I don't want to use some of the buzzwords I use, but I think they've used her very in some ways from in a problematic way. Um, And yet in this one, I'm like, wow, this feels like Aunt May. Like she finally feels like Aunt May. She got great material. And you know what? It's been so long since uncle Ben, maybe if we use them in this movie, it, it doesn't, it won't hit as hard because it's, it, it that might have felt shoehorn. I don't know. But to make, to almost develop May, to get her to this point and to let Peter they hear those made words May, now, Uncle ben. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to have Peter hear those words when he's Spider-Man and the, it was almost kind of showing you, hey, maybe he wasn't really Spider-Man yet. He was a kid thrown into this big world.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, I actually like this. No, it's I good, like it's good writing great it's good writing and i'm impressed that they were able to make me someone who like you and dad is kind of like a purist in the sense that yeah. i want uncle ben's presence right, they right. were able to give aunt may these words and make me go okay i and I then i mean who killed did. her uh, yeah, like, god you know like no yeah that's, yeah, that's, no, that's, god god that's god part of
0: it you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. There's, a, there's a whole theme, like, you know, the goblin kills people that are, are loved by the Spider-Man release attempts to like, obviously a goblin mm-hmm. killed Gwen and the men, Jay almost died. And Aunt may remember she almost had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, the goblins, like that part was good. Um, But uh, I want to hear what daddy say. Yeah.
1: I, you know, I have no problem. First of all, I, I've i been so critical of Marissa Tomei has aunt May. And I thought she was like absolutely incredible in this movie. Her her mm-hmm. death scene there was like, I cannot get through that scene without crying. I thought she's absolutely terrific. Here's the deal, man. And and I am a Spider-Man purist. And I'm I'm usually right there with you guys and harder than anybody. We already got two great Uncle Ben's in the other movies. I give them the hall pass on this where, you know, maybe Ben is still alive in that universe somewhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's a piece of crap. Maybe he's a drunk. Maybe he walked out on them. Maybe they could bring... A character like him back mm-hmm. and explore it more mm-hmm. and so that's i don't know uh, <laughs> i know but we, like not, when they
0: turn the waynes into bad people i'm like no thomas wayne not, should not be a bad but person
1: here's the, <laughs> but here's the thing in this universe uncle ben is aunt may and, yes. and that was the defining moment for peter that was his moment on. you said something perfectly a, a little while ago that was when he becomes spider-man in that so. moment i think yeah. he was a kid that was bitten by a spider that got taken by over by Tony Stark and gallivanted all over the world, <laughs> all over the universe, right. In space on Titan everywhere. And I think now he is the grounded because of that moment, the grounded Peter Parker, the New York, Peter Parker, the Osborns is another interesting thing. Saw the article with fight where he says they almost don't want to cast. Anybody has the green goblin or Dr. Octopus because they've got the greatest, right? Pete, I'm right with you because it brings, a joke. But any role in any it brings a Joker correlation to me. Like, do right, you always have to have the Joker with the Batman? We don't know. We may see in the Batman coming up, there might be a little hint that it's going to come. I'm actually fine in my world saying we got the best Green Goblin, and then they brought him back for this movie. So going forward... I'm okay with there being no Osborns or Green Goblin. There's plenty on that. That's table. kind of
0: like saying, I, I don't know if they should use the Joker in the Dark Knight because, you know, Jack was Jack. Jack was tremendous.
1: They no, Jack I hear Joker. you. I hear you. It's a, but, but I think we, you got to
0: give somebody else a chance, though.
1: Yeah, I don't think so because we've gotten that story almost verbatim twice, and I know it was the kid in the amazing movies, but to me, it's going to be like the same old, same old again. They don't have to retell
0: I, the origin. I, I would prefer...
1: The Craven stuff we got coming, the Morbius, whatever they're going to do with Venom. It looks like Michael Keaton's hanging around as the vulture. I'm sure we're going to get a different version of a Sinister Six. So I I want Keaton back. I just, I will step back from it. And again, not be so, I'm not disappointed that there's no Osborne. So those are my two takes on those things.
0: You know, the Osbournes, they mean so much to Peter emotionally, whether it's trauma via uh, Norman and gwen or depending on which uh, story you i mean st- from the death of gwen stacy to Sin's past sure that trio is it's 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 interesting and then you have the, you, you throw in the wrench of harry peter's best friend his drug addiction peter trying to play both sides of the fence as spider man and peter parker and bring his friend back like there's a lot of material there like and you know in my opinion it was great in spider-man by Raimi those three movies it was butchered by web and company in or let's say probably sony in in and <laughs> amazing spider-man two. so you know it, it i, I kind of want that to kind of let i want that bad taste to wash away and defoe did a little bit of that but i need in this this universe harry osborne may not have made his money yet that's what I keep telling myself. He may just be a scientist. He may not have gotten big. He may not have, you know, like Oscorp maybe just hasn't blown up yet. We don't know.
1: And so, that's certainly possible because, and if yeah. anyone's going to be able to create that, it's these writers, right? I mean, after what yeah. they do with this movie, oh, yeah. we yeah. Did all. It. I mean, would you guys have a real problem if you saw that in the next movie? Would you be like, oh, wait, Norman was there and he said there is no Oscorp? No, because like you said, he might be on the brink. But he awesome. said he went to his house.
0: He went to Oscorp. They're not there. So they're like, those are that's the two right. landmarks. Like, they, he, he maybe, he, like I said, like that's a beautiful home that the Osborns have. That's yeah. like a four, four, four floor penthouse in Manhattan. So if was he doesn't Bernard have money, there? he can't afford it. Yeah. I wonder so, if Bernard was there. <laughs> I don't know. He could come and It would make it for an interesting dynamic that this Peter knows another Osborne who is, you know, like oh I I have suspicions about this guy that could create friction and dynamic too. I don't know what the future holds for this version of Spider Man because the way we left off, oh, he's just swinging away and that's fine that's what Spider Man should do. But um you know th- there are just a few nitpicks but like those few things you know and it doesn't take away from how good the movie is. It really wow. doesn't and that that's the most important thing here. Like while I have things I don't like about the film it's like. I, I kind of for the first time forget about them in this version of Spider-Man mm-hmm. watching. I, I I I have to I've only seen the movie once. I haven't, my schedule's been crazy. And so I've only seen it once. I I, I need to see it again. I kind of wish it was on Disney Plus because I would pay for it.
2: Yeah. You know, it gets better come- time, Pete. Five times I, later, I could tell you <laughs> it gets better and better. I, I, so-
1: I will tell you this. I again, you know, I can't speak for him, but Four times I've sat in that theater, and the fourth time I was just as excited, enjoyed it just as much. There were still, oddly enough, roars from the crowd. The theater was I yep. think only the front row wasn't taken. And it's a um, it, it to use the the word amazing, it it was still such a great feeling. And I think, Pete, you'll appreciate some of those things a little more on your second and possibly third viewing. Mm-hmm. Where you'll let some of that stuff go because it is so well written, the character development is so good, and the two guys are just so damn good. They They're are just so damn good, and like I, Andrew's introduction is is phenomenal, in my opinion. Oh, I, mean, but,
0: I like to call him the Starbucks Spider Man because he's so jittery. He's he's almost got yeah, kind of like so a Kramer in him, yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like I'm like eh, maybe just tone that down a little bit, but yeah. like the three of them interacting was beautiful you know that when he comes in and he's holding his hand on the ceiling and he's like you sure you don't believe it yeah yeah, this is funny (laughs) it's great it's good it's stuff in the lab like oh Oh,
1: man and you know my wife we were driving in the car this morning and she said what time is your podcast today and i told her and she's like what are you doing i go we're doing spider-man she was i thought you've done a lot on those i go no we haven't done it with pete yet and she's in the car she says you know that movie was such a beautiful movie it was And, and i go Thanks, Laura. I go, thanks. I appreciate that. I go, because you're not. And she says, you know why it was so good? You had three different guys playing Spider-Man. And they're all completely different from each other. And yet they're all believable to play that character. Yeah. And, and she's like, I'm like, you know what? That's very profound. I'm going to use that in the podcast later. <laughs> but she's right. You know, she's like, Andrew's kind of lovable, right? He's kind of playful toby's a little more serious but he's also like majestic and he's the original mm-hmm. one and, and you believe him and she's and then you got the kid who he's like he's wet behind she's the ears yeah. he's trying to learn and he's learning from him and she's like and i thought about it and and that's somehow pete i don't know how they did it like you said it, they shouldn't have but they made this freaking thing work they and, did and, Eddie, and each guy i don't want to take your take no. talk about how each guy has the right amount of Kind, if you will, I'm like, being
2: cued now. Yeah, I'm getting talking points from him to my right. He's t- <laughs> just kidding. Um, telling you what to do. Yeah, he's telling me what to do. Pop It's a classic time. Italian first father, time. right first there. Time. Hey, talk about the balance. Hey, you talk about the freaking hey, hey, t- t- tell Vito about the
1: thing we saw yesterday. Yeah. Tell him about how you think about Toby and Andrew. they yeah. uh, like, the I'm like on
2: the same plane, you the know. First thing or the second thing? Yeah, first thing, uh, Peter, one Peter, two Peter, three. No, so this was my. This whole, this thing was going to be my big, this, is what I was worried about the most, right. Is when you bring these guys back, are they going to feel like them? Are they going to write them differently? Like I was worried that they were going to make Toby like the Peter B. Parker and in into the spider verse where he's like kind of a loser. I was worried they were going to do that. I was worried they were going to make Andrew like too serious and too yeah. angry after amazing too, um, which I shouldn't have doubted them. Um, because when, when you see articles that they had input and that the writers were so careful about, mm-hmm. you, you know, wanting to get it right, I shouldn't have been worried. But, man, that scene when they both come back is so perfect. And I think it's perfect because it lets you take it in. Mm-hmm. I was curious, are they going to come in an action sequence mm-hmm. where, where, where they're swinging and do some big grand entrance? And I'm like, that would have been cool but there's too many endorphins going where I, I don't know if you could appreciate it. They let Andrew come in. They build it up a little bit. They take his mask off. They let you laugh. I love the grandmother being in the scene. She's because I think not only is it nice from a comedic standpoint, it helps ground you. So yeah. Andrew comes back and you're like, Oh my God, for yeah. me, at least the first time I saw it yeah. as someone who pretty much guaranteed they were in the movie. The second they come on screen. And I you know, knew it was him instantly. Like you see you him down. There it was Alan, him. It's just, and you're like, it's, it's,
0: it's the eyes. You it's see the those eyes. eyes and they're you rounded see, at the
2: top. And you're like, that's it. You see those eyes. And then he walks through and he jumps all like acrobat. It's okay. It's okay. I'm like, so there he is. But what's funny is even someone who pretty much knew they were in it and saw some of the supposed photos. It was great. They both come through and I was like, Oh my god, they're actually in the movie. You know, I I mean? like how Toby right. came in. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. I love Toby, how Toby came in with the Toby regular clothes, Toby. and then he's like, yes. You got the suit and he does the Reeves rip. I'm like, yes. oh, oh, it's yes. beautiful. I was like and it's like your father said, there's a lot of the, the whole third act of the movie is nothing but fan service, but it's it's so well written. Um, it works. It I think works. I want I still give Ghostbusters afterlife my nostalgic like award. But I think sure. if I had, like, the like my, my top three, like, nostalgic films, I guess I would call them, would probably have to be uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Jurassic World. Like, I just, yeah. I think like those three movies really nailed it for what yeah. they were trying to do. And I agree with you totally. Like, they let it marinate with Andrew for yes. a little bit. You kind of got introduced to this different Spider-Man,
2: then they introduced another one. And, and it's- the grandma calms you down a bit because yeah. you're sitting there freaking out, and then she, like, lets you relax. And then... It happens think, in a way that you don't
0: expect. Like You exactly. expect Tom to find them, and he doesn't. It's Ned. So it, it is very creative in their MCU tactics. I like how he's got his little finger. And I have
2: through. no problem with that either, because at the beginning of the movie, he tells Doctor Strange his family thinks he's magic. He feels things in his hands. And I like how... But he's got the ring, too, from Doctor but, Yes, but they're also self-aware. Yeah. Which is such a comic booky thing, right? When, like, characters just do things. And I love when he's like, yeah... I do magic now. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, no, he can't. And then <laughs> yeah. even like Dr. Strange at <laughs> when he had the end back. is like, did you just open up a portal? And he's like, yeah. And Dr. Strange goes, Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just keeps yeah. walking. Like it's so, so I guess that
0: means we're not going to get a, a hobgoblin. No.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, true. Like it's so self-aware, but I love that self-awareness of the writers. Cause they're showing you we're doing like this typical comic book film trope. And yet at the same time, it's going to be this comedic thing in the movie but the characters are all acknowledging it's ridiculous, but all right. I mean, I guess he could open a portal. All right. (laughs) And then it's just, you know, what
1: else is cool too. It's so well written because this dawned on me too. So after Andrew comes in, he's like, They want the real Peter Parker, right? (laughs) And then it's the goat that comes through. It's Toby, right? So like, There's so much of that, that they put in there. And and that's why Pete, on your second, you see the third time, you're going to pick up some things. You're going to pick up their interactions in the lab, which are, I could watch two hours of them in the lab. I think you should make a spinoff of them. You know what I said on our podcast? I would love to see a movie of just Andrew and Toby for two hours, hanging out on a roof, talking about the differences of them being Spider. Well,
0: I wouldn't mind that as like a post-credit scene, maybe at the end sure. of the next one. Like sure. they, they all get together every so often and they have like pizza. they talk, dude. I'll yeah. I, on something, you know. Like no. I, I wouldn't mind that. I'd appreciate. It. I don't know if I would want to. I, I pre. I think, and it's very tricky because we're going into the Flash too, and this is basically doing something we don't know. We're assuming we don't know. We're, <laughs> assuming, we're assuming we don't know. we're assuming we don't know. We're assuming he's going to do something similar. It's time I don't, I know, don't it's want this to though. kind of become like a trend Like I want this to be special This is yes yes, yes yes thing And yes. while animated movies like Into the Spider-Verse And Suicide Squad Assault on Arkham I believe are almost test runs For fans I know well, one got a theatrical one got a direct to home But I, I do feel like some of those are test runs For fans and while you have an animated movie That's similar to the live action I want these live action movies to be special You're right, I, I, right. I, no, want, no. I want this to really mean something Because this does it, it the culmination of like I, everything from two thousand and two. If you're a Spider-Man fan, and you know the Rocky Road that was amazing, and into this mega franchise that is uh, the Feige Spider-Man, you know it, it's just a love letter to everything Spider-Man uh, uh, that we've 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 really you know held on to tight for the last twenty some odd years. So. I, I really want these things to be special. I don't want them to kind of feel watered down. Like, okay, here we go again. We're yeah. going back in the multiverse and the MCU's this is what? Their third multiverse uh, this is going to be their second multiverse movie. Yeah. You know, it's uh and if you throw in uh Loki, it's their four uh, their their f- whatever, 3 4 whatever the number is. They're dibbing, they're digging deep into the multiverse. It's a thing. A lot and, of you know. Ones. So but, but I just you, don't want it to be. The, the
1: you're focus. right, but the great thing about this is it it doesn't it only feels like a Peter multiverse, yeah. which is great because God knows what we're getting in Doctor Strange. We don't know what floodgates no. you're opening I mean, there. He may still be dealing with the effects of this move, right? And we don't know how many characters or different versions of characters and because it made and, it yeah. seem like
0: things are walking through that rip, right? Yes. Yeah. At times, I was like, ah, I don't want like. I don't want the rhino from Amazing to pop in and be the yeah. rhino here. Like I, I hope that's not what I was looking at. I don't know sure. what I was looking at. I'm because I've only seen it once. I'm trying to put it together in my head. I have so so many questions. <laughs> you know, I just have so, so many questions about things. Um, just some odds and ends. Um, did did you guys were you guys bothered at all? I saw this bother people. Did not bother me. Sandman. We only saw Thomas Hayden Church like a few times. He was mostly in his sand form. Did that no. bother anybody? No,
1: I think as a matter point. of fact, I was, I said on our, a few times, I was impressed with the amount of dialogue he had. He actually contributed more than I thought. Mm-hmm. And you, you felt his character. Obviously, if you knew him before, you felt him longing to go back home and be with his daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. And I especially love when they were down in the dungeon, when he explains to Otto and Norman, yeah, both of you guys died. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I, that's great. great. That seems I, great. And I loved his interaction with Jamie Foxx. I love their little conversation about, hey, you got to watch where you're walking, which you're going to yeah. fall into. <laughs> and and I like the fact that Jamie Foxx, Sandman was almost trying to tell Jamie Foxx, he could sense that Jamie Foxx was looking for the power mm-hmm. and maybe not looking to play along with the plan. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. Sandman is kind of like more his moral was there like, hey, man, just settle down. Yeah. Let everybody get cured. We all. I don't oh. trust them, but we want to get home. So I had no problem. I thought this... Uh, Molina
0: and uh Defoe, what else? What did you think of that now that we're on the villain? Superb. Ooh, I man. That's all I could say. Uh, I, I mean,
1: I don't want... I don't consider... I thought they were absolutely superb. I is thought it crazy
0: most, for me to say that as good as everything is and as much we get that we love in this movie, is it crazy for me to say Defoe stole the show? No. like
1: He, he it. crushes it. One of the great villains, Pete. He was one of the great villains of all time. This movie... I'll never put anybody above Heath. I've never seen a performance like Heath Ledger in the dark Knight as a villain. Mm-hmm. This is probably right. Slightly underneath him. Now, William Defoe, and Alfred Molina kind of. Scene. I need some time
0: for that to marinate, but I, I could, I, I, I can get what you're saying because that version of the Green Goblin is definitely up there with one of the as you know greatest CBM villains of all time. Nico, just run through the villains. What did you think of everybody?
2: Man, I loved um, primarily, and I think, I think Willem Dafoe, the goat as we we're calling him, I think he stole the show. I agree. Um, it's hard for me to imagine another Green Goblin. I also really loved him because. He really hurts Peter in this yes, as he should, as he, he should really hurts Peter. And I know there's people just to touch on something else real quick. I know people are, uh, people were kind of commenting, like, why do Peter Parker fans always want him to suffer? I go not to actually suffer, Parker but luck, baby, the character does need. I, I think the character always need to experience a loss that we see because that is the big point of Spider-Man is that he can't say. And God you've been Kong. talking about that for years now. And there's, right. And there's always something that has to happen. So to have Goblin kill Aunt May, but for it to be Defoe, I mean, he arguably hurt Tom more than he hurt Toby in his movie, just with sure. how menacing he is. And he, 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 he lures yep. them into that apartment. He almost kills Doc Ock. He sets these villains free. He kills Don't Aunt Don't forget May. about the Spider-Sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we're, we're already forgetting things that I'm remembering yeah, right. right now. <laughs> I love what they do with Molina because I was worried in the trailers that he's a villain. I'm like, well, he has his own redemption arc in Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that he comes back. It's consistent. The arms are in control. Like you said, the nanotech kind of helps him come back. And then I loved him getting cured and actually being good. And his performance in this, especially right away, is awesome. That oh, end scene, the power of sun, palm, of my, like, palm my hand, like in the finisher, he finally down, has, he gets the eye character. I also love, man. There's just his dialogue when they're in the dungeon is great. Like his line literally the we tire of your questions, boy. Or even his charm. When I love one scene, I love with him is when the Iron Spider suit comes out with his arms and he goes, looks like we got competition. Like that was yes, yes that was good. Nice that was nice and comic booky. Um I thought Electro was great. He got a nice just as an actor, I think a nice redemption that he mm-hmm. he got to play the role a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. He he felt cooler. It's Jamie Fox. He has some swag. I get it. He definitely added that. Yes. He He's consistent yep. of I look cooler here, I have better power here, and then I love he has a nice subtle little moment of expression when when Defoe goes you you know gods don't have to choose and he looks at him like oh my god I'm a god
1: yeah you know like that was That's cool a great
0: I, I always liked he goes man I thought you'd be black
2: he's out there he's out there he's, he's coming, out there man. he's coming and then and then I thought Sandman and Lizard were good for what they were used for um mm-hmm. I was surprised at how much dialogue from Sandman I didn't mind him being in the sand form I get it if they couldn't get you know i think it, i think it's a covet thing to be honest COVID with I, think, thing. I, I, th- I think that's i don't even think he had underwear i think it's
0: just a precaution that right. they took like let's just have as little people on set as possible and the lizard
2: was the lizard he was in there and he was scary at times he fought at times you know it's he did all get kind of
0: uh i thought the lizard got the cheap end of the stick he, little, we don't yeah.
2: find we don't see him get captured
0: what so. you're
1: hearing though is is we're reading there's some cut scenes with him that maybe when the dvd comes out they'll you Know those will be some extras. Okay. Cool. You know, okay, cool. There was supposedly a scene of Strange where he captures him. finding him That's in the sick. sewer. That's sick. Okay, because I think he's realizing film. Pete. This sounds like a great scene. And they're like, they didn't want to make the movie three hours. I give him credit. Supposedly there's a scene where Strange hunts him in the sewer, but he starts to put together what's going on with the multiverse that's when strange kind of figures it out i would
0: have liked that i would have liked liked it i think there's a lot of stuff actually on uh, from this movie on the cutting room floor because yes i i I just feel like there was a lot of magic shot when they were in production and you know hey something's got to get cut yeah i'm tired of three-hour movies personally like i'm I enjoy a good two-hour film. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to piss anybody off. Depending on what everyone believes or whatnot, but like, there's something to be said about a solid two-hour movie. Yeah. yeah. Anything over two and a half is a little bit rough for me these
1: days. Yeah, it's I, would, I would agree.
0: If I had to go uh, villains real quick, um, everything with Defoe was wonderful. I thought he stole the show. His manipulation from, you know, from day one up until the apartment, you know, like when May finds him to when he turn him and Electra turn on everyone. Uh, I love the fact that uh, Thomas Aden Church was in it. I loved his arc. Him and Molina were really good for me. Um, Molina's was brilliant, like you said. Uh, Just, it it was cool. I appreciated how they, again, like I said, earlier, incorporated the nanotech and all that stuff in the arms. And I thought his dialogue was funny. And he just felt like, they all felt like they were ripped off. Everyone except for Electro felt like they were ripped from what we've seen previously. Yes. Yes. Which is, there's there's part of me that's like, is this version of Electro from that universe or is it just a Electro from the multiverse? Because mm. like, it just seems he he's so different looking. So different. he's got a goatee. He has hair. He's got a fade. He's not bald. You know, like I, I don't mind the blue look. I actually kind of dig. It's one of the few things of amazing. I actually do like, we talked about it on the show. I dig yeah. the ultimate look. Um, I didn't mind this. Uh, it, clearly, Jamie Foxx is like, no, we're doing this my way. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, all right, fine. Like you know, And we'll the lizard
1: tells him in the dungeon you're different Max, <laughs> yeah. what happened to you you used to have bad teeth and a comb over and I,
0: I i appreciate that i was like yes those yeah. two should know each other yeah, yes. they do they, they very do. they worked in the same building yes they right. should know each other they probably worked together numerous times right so i appreciated that um i thought the villains they chose to bring back were all a list I, I appreciated everything that they did that way um that dungeon scene is magic. I'm glad you guys brought that up yeah. because I just love the interaction between all the villains. Wow, you know, and so great, something yeah. of a scientist myself. Thank you. That god. was the best.
2: I'm so glad they kept that in there, man. Oh. Him
0: walking away like Toby did in Spider-Man Two and Daddy Bats. What's the cover? I can't remember the the, the issue number, but the, oh god, I don't know. Rest, I don't remember the issue. You know number. what I'm talking about, right? But yeah. that's tribute. I mean, that was great too. Uh, the fact that they actually pulled off that meme is unbelievable oh,
1: to me. Mean, oh, the yeah. pointing meme. You know? yeah, yeah,
0: I thought that was great. Um, be, I know there's going to be stuff we're going to think
1: about. The week that's what's about, so like, great. Like these lines, like I'm something. so much in there. They were able to throw it in, but not force it in. It like, worked. oh, they just threw that. Like, you know, sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, ah, oh, he, yeah, he's going to say this. It's like everything that they used from the past somehow these writers were brilliant they incorporated it to where it was it made perfect sense it, and it goes
0: back to the them entering the back story. into the mcu yeah like right we all knew they were the worst kept secret in the world was they were in this movie Let's right. be honest but we all knew they were going to be in it i but want to talk the about one scene it, in
1: particular you explain it the best is in the apartment with the spider sense
2: dude that's one of the coolest spider sense scenes ever that so tell in me in the condo I, I got to give John Watts credit here. On all uh, levels, it's so good. Man, yeah. I think he took some Ramey inspiration there. Some of that horror tension building roots yep. because mm-hmm. when he, that close up long take with the blurry background, when Tom, like he stands up and then he walks and the camera follows him. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there also going, what is going to happen? The tension building is perfect. He's looking at everyone. And I like the idea of, the spider sense knowing something's gonna happen, but not quite what yet, because Defoe is hiding. So it's oh, almost it's like so he's great, trying to figure man. it oh out. God, so like, amazing. is it Electro? Is it? Because he looks at everyone. He looks at every villain. And Electro. And the then I one. love when he closes his eyes and he could really focus. Yeah. And then it's as Defoe walks up to that. It's like then he realizes it just, and then quickly. Defoe's then, line is so and great. And that's
1: oh. Into fall and then and everything from fantastic. that Norman's scene. gone on a sabbatical, <laughs> honey.
2: <laughs> that's so great, dude. Uh, I so got you, man. From that Spider-Sense scene on, the movie does not stop. You know, no, I do think it was stop. great that
0: we finally we have seen the the mask, the puppet mask from Spider-Man, the Raimi movie. We yeah. know the mask they used yeah. for the, this film. I, I I remember when I when he crushed the mask, I was like, oh, okay, that's I, I I feel like they did that for whatever like just to be popular i don't know it yeah. like it's a cool thing oh we're gonna break the mask. no one likes this thing anyway but to actually see defoe's facial expressions yeah because oh, the man. man i don't know like, he can do things with his face that it seems like nobody else can do like he his smile is you know, it's so yeah. creepy you know, know he, it's the wrinkles or what but like when he gets that like
2: sinister, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. He's yeah. good at it too, and he's so yeah. good at those kind of roles. And I know, I know our guy Rick. He thinks he overacts, which I'll give him that. But there's something about the way, like, man, when he's punching him in the face and he starts laughing. I mean, I'm like, that's the goblin. Right? It brings you back to Heath, and and, and, the, and you uh, think of Heath scene. in the interrogation scene, like it's. Man, it's just from that apartment scene. On, first of all, that apartment scene fight sequence between them is outstanding. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it we saw was like practical effects when they're going through the floor and when they're like shooting them down the hallway after he gets punched. Like that felt like a really raw fight. And the one at the end, of course, but that felt like a raw Spider-Man Goblin fight. That's well, let's cool. talk
0: about that end fight yeah um, yes. you know, Holland's just wailing right and rightfully so his whole world has been destroyed because of the green goblin and you know as it should have been but to have Toby be the one oh, to prevent man. him from going dark I and mean, especially since you know Andrew said earlier you know I've, I've been in a dark place since mm-hmm. since Gwen uh, to have Toby uh, just save the day and, and basically be like this spider-man doesn't do this mm-hmm. you know it, it really got to me and it, oh, no. it to, to finally to see toby say it was for me this was more emotional than watching andrew save mj i was I watching toby save defoe from his own glider Yes, right like that got to me more like i i i believe that spider-man and i know he doesn't do this in amazing Two and in, in, in canon should always save his girl to have yeah. andrew do it, I, I get it i know why people like it to me though it's kind of like it's it's just one of those things like oh man like i wish mcu spider-man would have done that
2: but, dude, know, but
0: I, I get the redemption but for me toby saving uh defoe from his own blade that was more powerful for me
1: it's just a nod to the first movie mm-hmm. right he gets redemption toby an- gets redemption. another piece of fan service that works it, it, it absolutely movie. works and it, it's brilliant you know and again um everything in that last scene what I particularly like was a moment you brought up was as they learn to fight together. And, you know, we could talk about their dialogue they all have when they talk about the web shooters and I'm, that's brilliant. But as they understand they got to work together and they take down each villain one by one, mm-hmm. the moments that like they have with the villain, like first you see Toby with um, Thomas Hayden church as a Sandman. And it's not a big moment, but it's still nice. You see him returning to human form. He tells him, stay here. I'm going to get you home. Mm-hmm. But the interaction of Toby with Molina, mm-hmm. that scene, I could watch that scene over and over again. When he when he tells him my power. It
0: almost feels like a deleted scene. out of Spider-Man Almost. Man and then oh,
1: the one yeah. that you mentioned with Jamie Foxx and Andrew Garfield is absolutely beautiful, man. When he tells him I'm all tapped out, it's okay. And they talk I mean, and you see, you know what? I wish he
0: did call them Sparkles.
1: Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I wish Sparkles. You're, you're ones. a real nice kid. You got a real nice face. You help everybody. I mean, those moments to me were, were just so beautiful. And Pete, it is fan service, but again, in the context of what was going on, it was like perfection and essential. It, 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 Cause you would have wanted to known has the viewer watching those, if they just beat the guys and took them down and didn't say anything, you'd be like, ah, I wish they would have said something or acknowledged each other or you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um, no, I think that that's well said. That scene with him and Ock is like a fever dream of them talking to each other. You know, I'm just trying to do better. Um, the thing, but to go back real quick as Pete, I agree with you. I, I I, did love and 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 go nuts when Andrew saved MJ, but that Toby scene stopping Tom from killing Gabby is like maybe the scene of the movie for me because it's, it's our goat teaching yeah. this one that you can't do this. And I like how it even leads to Toby. He takes a stab for it, right? He's yeah. willing to get stabbed and hurt to make sure Tom doesn't go back. Yeah. And That is in my opinion, why he's the goat. But I just love that scene for so many reasons, not only because he's because so many things are happening in that scene. He's saving Norman, which was Norman's death was a massive catalyst in his life for certain things that went bad with Harry. It made him, yeah. you know, scared to do things with MJ. It, it, it really was this big overarching factor that haunted Peter's life. He gets to, you know, help Tom not go dark. So, so many things happened in that scene and it's just the way they shot it with like no dialogue either. And just them looking at each other. Um, kudos to them for doing that. Uh, did you think Toby was going to die? No, I didn't think
0: I didn't think anyone was gonna die because they made such a big deal about these characters died fighting Spider-Man and he's gotta save them. I, I I didn't think anyone was gonna die. So when they actually killed May, I was very shocked.
2: For a split second, okay, I'm with you. For a split second, I, I thought Toby was gonna to die. And no, I didn't think i die. Oh my god, please! The, 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 I was gonna be, I would have been so just upset. To bring him
0: back to kill them all. No, I would have I been, that.
2: see, because that, that that would have been, been
0: great that. though. No more Spider Man 4 rumors,
2: <laughs> yeah, right? Hashtag <laughs> absolutely. But, but, but that was man, that was so great. And ju- just to touch on this real quick, and then I'll let you guys keep going. Is, And we've said a few times they balance those two perfect. Mm -hmm. They never felt like they got too big to take away from Tom's story yet. They both have these incredible moments. Everything they do is fortifying Tom's Peter Parker story in this multiversal affair, right? It's a film where we bring back 20 years of Spider-Man on film stuff. And yet it all tells a beautiful Peter Parker core story for Tom Holland. Um, I didn't feel like either or got more, I think they're both balanced. I think they both played the Peter role exactly as really? like they did in their films. I'm so impressed. Andrew's always been more animated, more flashy, more, you know, quippy. He's also as an actor, like you said, he's like the Starbucks guy. He's like, In every role he does, just his mannerisms, he's very animated. Whereas Toby is so subtle, he's so subtle, he's so calm, right? He's so shy, and yet in this movie, he's very soft spoken. But he is, he's like the older brother who's done it. And what you get from him is he's beat the darkness and he's made his relationship work. And Andrew hasn't, and Andrew hasn't, and Tom still has to go through all this. So I like Mm -hmm. seeing him kind of just be like, We got to cure all of them, right? It's what we do, it's what we do. And then, you know, with his back, and then, oh, dude, that's that oh my, yeah, dude, no, no, no. how beautiful! <laughs> how beautiful was that? Oh, my back.
1: And then, oh, then Andrew helps me crack the bat, yeah. And then, I just, you know, that scene where the three of them talk none about of it should have worked.
2: It's we should have looked at it and be like talking
1: this is about ridiculous. the web shooters was how great was that, and that shouldn't have worked. No, right?
0: It was absolutely amazing. Um, I gotta give, I, I have to give the MCU credit, I just do it like this is this is a juggernaut of a film. Mm-hmm. Just a, it's ambitious beyond belief. Uh, I you know I I give them so much credit for doing it. I, um I do wonder though if this was ever the original plan for this version of Spider-Man. Totally not. I I totally <laughs> feel like this version of Spider-Man has had more board meetings where things have changed, and there's like at least I don't know eight different Holland Spider-Man scripts that have gone through the, the presses been. here. Because uh, you know I just I don't see that I, I, for some reason this just doesn't feel very fluid to me. Uh, Civil War into Homecoming works really well, but then like Far, it just it feels like there was a, a really like sharp turn around Far from Home to try to let's see where we can do. Because I feel like the end of Far from Home sets up a movie that we don't necessarily do get I feel like it was more of a fugitive type Spider-Man, yeah, and it was going to play out differently.
2: I, I, it just it it. I would have liked to have heard the original trilogy pitch because I just, I don't think Why? this is it because you, you that's a brilliant point you bring Cause I agree with you. I think civil war to homecoming really flows. Yeah. And then I think, and this is a problem. This actually a critique I just gave Hawkeye um, that I won't get into, but I have a um, critique of how the MCU, they really they really come up with it as they go because it has to fit the universe, right? Mm-hmm. And that's its that's its biggest selling point. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing that unites fans. But sometimes it's also its biggest curse. Mm-hmm. Where the reason why I don't like Far From Home so much is, it, and I've seen it twice. It's the only amount of time I need to watch that movie. No no disrespect if you're- a You're going to watch it a that. third time. <laughs> you're watching it um, a third time. The first- 40 minutes of that movie is such an endgame epilogue slash exposition dump of how endgame, how yeah. it makes sense that everyone's back. Yeah. Then it starts being he's in Europe, and it's still like this Tony eulogy. Yeah. Then it becomes a Spider-Man film like the last 30, 40 minutes. And that's why I don't like the movie so much, is because the writing is so – And you're right. It does not feel like a sequel to Homecoming where he becomes Spider-Man and and he's not an Avenger and he's going to do his own thing. It feels like this is the world after Endgame and Spider-Man is the one who's going to take you on the tour. Mm -hmm. The movie ends in a very interesting place. Now, this movie feels like I'm on the run. I need to fix my life. Now it breaks open the multiverse in the MCU. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I give him credit. From start to finish, that two and a half hours, and I have to give these writers so much credit, and even John Watts with the material he was giving, it somehow tells a really beautiful, self-contained Peter Parker story. That's why I give them credit in this movie, whereas in other films, I feel like they failed to use what they want to do and tell the story. They somehow did it. Pretty picture perfect in here, but I'm with you. This trilogy... And when some people say, oh, they were always going to do this five, six appearance arc to build up to him finally being Spider-Man. I go, mm. no, I think Feige listened. Mm-hmm. And I think he, said, he listens to the fans, Feige. And I think he's so smart. I think he's smart. He's Well, obviously he's smart because look what he did. But I think he used Spider-Man how he had to. Okay, Spider-Man is now in my universe. He's handcuffed by Sony. Mm -hmm. Yes, and he just so happened to enter the universe during our biggest story ever, Infinity War and Endgame. So, okay, his story is going to be the one. It's going to take a back seat. It it has to play into what's happening. And now that that's over, we could tell a Peter Parker story. Now that the multiverse isn't necessarily exploded yet, Mm -hmm. it was like the perfect placement. I love they decided to put this before Doctor Strange because it was supposed to come out after. Okay, and, I did not remember. And, that, okay. and yeah, and apparently the repercussions of Multiverse of Madness were going to set up No Way Home. And I like how they went the opposite way mm-hmm. and really established him as a Spider-Man character and let the multiverse of Madness do its own crazy thing now and not let Peter have to suffer for it again. but
1: Let's touch on Strange real quick, Pete. I'm curious, what did you think of Strange in the movie, Dr. Strange? This is
0: probably my favorite interpretation of Dr. Strange in the MCU. Bingo. Absolutely. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. More Game so, mom. I please don't say, that. Oh, <laughs> so he is, say that. He, It's giving New York a bad name. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I know you're frustrated. That, the group of people who say that already have a bad name. I'm sorry. So, oh they're, no, not in that PD. I'm sorry. They're Knicks fans. They're Knicks okay. fans. They're oh, they're <laughs> okay. Um. What was he gonna say? Um, yeah, I'm more. I, I did not like the solo movie. It felt too much. It felt him and the the, the cape felt too Aladdin to me that I didn't like. Yeah. I, I much rather appreciated it in the actual Aladdin movie. Um, but I, I've liked Strange's cameos more than his actual yes. feature yes. film. So I'm actually interested to see what Raimi can do with the character. Um, I've never been a huge Doctor Strange fan. But um like, I know how important he is. I know he's he, how important uh the Sorcerer Supreme is to the MCU and Marvel in general. So obviously, you know,
2: the guy needed his
0: uh I'm, his
2: film I'm and stuff. So glad that the I'm so glad that the stuff in the trailer was like fake footage because in the trailer he feels very reckless, very out of character, like we all said. And in this was film, that we, stuff not in the movie? No, no. So the Rom- Rom- in, we in the, the trailer. trailer, Wong Wong tells him to not do it. He's like, okay. And then he like winks. But in this movie, he actually wants to help Peter. He really tries. Is this the first movie to shoot a fake trailer? <laughs> I, well, maybe not the first, but some of them. That's um, interesting. Okay. Because, I, did not, I did not notice because that. because so. That scene's not in the movie where Wong tells him no, and then he winks and does it. And here, Wong basically is like, okay, do it. And he's trying to convince him. He's like, come on, ha- hasn't the kid been through enough? And I love how... And dude, like Benedict Cumberbatch also is an A+. He's one of the best actors of this current generation, man, because okay. the pain in him and his line delivery when he agrees to do the spell for Peter at the end of the movie, um, man, he he feels like the annoyed older brother too. And yet at the end of the film, you, you see how much he cares. And I think how much he understands how big that sacrifice is. So I really hope mm-hmm. that, maybe in that spell he's exempt from it and maybe he'll get to remember who he said he's not though. I know, but maybe he cheated. You
1: know what else I liked about it too was he (laughs) felt too, like, like, you know, when you're watching the movie, you're like, can Spidey really beat Dr. Strange in his own territory? But you also get the feeling that strange does underestimate Peter a lot because he keeps saying like, I forget you're just a kid. Yeah. So in that battle sometimes as i've watched it four or five times i'm like could peter really outwit him in his own realm i'm like yeah because man. i think peter's i think P- peter's know. pulling his punches man i i think
0: peter's yeah. not really fighting he's kind of doing it civil war airport style he's not really yeah. you know style. i love that yeah you know? yeah so i you know because I, I don't think peter wants to fight doctors i think peter actually you know he's like no i want to do this i want to save these people and I think he's just trying to talk to him at that instance, but I know I agree. And and that's
1: that's such Spider-Man when they have that scene in there, when he's really employing on strange, like, can't we save him? We could change him. Yeah. Again, it, and even from the part in the dungeon when he does it, that's so beautifully, again, yeah. written. It's and so Zeddy, he's so focused. He's this like, is oh, this is the agenda. Exactly. Zeddy is. <laughs> <You know>? And <laughs> he gets it point. from his aunt, right? The aunt, right? So yeah. whatever. So, I mean, that plays out beautifully. But I wanted to touch on Strange because I agree with you guys. Now, I'm a big Dr. Strange fan who doesn't like the movie, but I love him and everything he's been in since then. The what-if stuff was great. And I'm really looking forward to this crazy the trailer at the end of the movie threw me a little bit. I didn't appreciate it at the end of what we just witnessed with No Way Home. And I'll be honest with you: of the four I'm times, i not I've, ready
0: to move on to the next. Thing, yeah, at, at the four just times I've
1: seen it, I only stayed the one time all the way to the end to watch the strange trailer. It just didn't fit for me, like right after that. But I, I am know. looking forward to it now. Well, very much. So. Okay,
0: let's. Uh, let I want to wrap this up because we've sure. shared this movie for long enough. But before I get to the cannolis. Post credit scene, the first one, Venom. What What do you think,
2: man? I, I keep winning, Pete, because I'm getting the black suit. I hope I'm getting the black suit. Um, it did feel. You got weird. Got it. It was in this movie. It did feel weird to have Venom, um, only exist in post credit scenes. Where do they go with this Venom? I don't know, but I see that goo sitting there at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, if you give me Tom in the black suit to look comic accurate, I'll be. I'll be a kid in a candy store. And I think it could be even cooler. You keep the multiverse open. Well, this is headcanon for me. Tom gets the black suit. And then he goes and sees Toby. And he goes, hey, remember when you told me you fought that alien with like the black goo? Well, it's on me right now. And Toby's That like, would be a great post-credit scene for right? whatever. After he fights the right? alien, they could talk about it. I, I'd appreciate that. And then Toby um, being like, did
0: you go to the... The bell tower or whatever, yeah search. yeah i did that will do it
2: that'll South, do yeah, it yeah. <laughs> that'll get it something all like that. just then,
0: the eating, yeah. like they, i don't know papaya dog which is like a fast food thing in in new york city like something like that just yeah. a very new york moment yeah. on top of like the brooklyn bridge or something you know just, just shooting the shit and talking about the simi it would be a great post credit scene i find it interesting that Tom Holland is not going to be in the MCU. Like you said, he's just post credits that this black piece of symbiote left behind somehow follow, uh, will find its way to New York city and uh, get to Tom Holland, which it's very similar to the uh, venom movie that, uh, Tom Hardy gave us right. It went from like yeah. I don't know where that spaceship crashed, like China, all the way to the sta- to oh, San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's very similar. um I was surprised they did that. I was kind of looking forward to seeing this Venom versus Spider Man, even though it's an awkward combination. But we'll, we'll see what happens, uh, Daddy Bats.
1: Yeah, I I don't I'm not exactly sure how it's going to play out either. right he's had some great theories, but I do think that uh, it's going to be a different. Obviously, I don't know who it's going to attach to. It's going to attach to him. And then you think Hardy's going to come over? Is that what you think?
2: I think they're going to, and tell me what you think, Pete. I think they're going to do the route of the, the Scorpion being. Oh,
1: Gargan. There. You think Max Gargan is. You're going,
2: going to give it to Gargan. I bet Scorpion okay. is a villain in the next film. And, and then, then it's great, going to it's attach similar. to Holland.
1: Then it's going to attach to Holland. No,
2: Holland's going to beat him with it there's okay. going to be a villain team of probably craven and scorpion i think and then it's interesting on it's
1: interesting guardian okay.
2: at the end because i can't see I, I can't see them introducing another eddie brock i just think that it's would... interesting
0: I don't, yeah i don't know what they're it. or makes sense though that does make or sense the, or the
2: multiverse brings hardy back and then you know as just a variant there's got to be yeah, a variant right and maybe who knows? Because that in, in the post credit for Venom, they talk about how it has a hive mind and it remembers and can think of things across time, across multiverses. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much all knowing if you choose to access it. So mm-hmm. maybe Hardy will be able to access that. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's I left it's there. Someone has to bring me back because I gotta help would maybe I the like fight. your
0: scorpion theory. I wouldn't mind Hardy a Hardy. I wouldn't mind Brock. Almost teaming up with Gargan, it's to some aspect because he is just a thief, right? Like Gargan's yeah, yes. nothing but a criminal. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind if Brock was somehow like desperate and needed money, and he worked for Gargan. And you know, eventually, you know, Spider Man defeats this the uh, Scorpion, and the black suit attaches itself to uh, Eddie somehow. I would I wouldn't mind something like that if yeah. they if they did
1: that. Or is Jameson uh, but, involved? Yeah, uh, that'd be great Involved too, because it's very clear at the end of the movie he's still not a Spider Man fan.
2: Yeah. And he's still uh,
1: there to I mean, expose him, and and you know maybe like a little spider slayer type deal or something yeah. like that. That would
0: be on. fun because that's new. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. But then again, like I don't know about Spider Man fighting giant robots. I feel like you got to do.
1: Some, well, but you know, no, but I mean, my third ther- personal Jameson brings in the scorpion.
0: Yeah, yeah. he hires well, him, and then, and then maybe I forget, I forget how it plays out. He goes to Smythe and doesn't Smythe basically build him like this robot with his head. Yeah. And- right and mm-hmm. like a tv or something and then he then he does the scorpion and then the, gargan can't get the the equipment off yeah.
2: so then he hates
0: jameson like i wouldn't mind something like that if they, if they went a little bit more traditional but we'll see i have no idea i i really don't know where they're going but i did enjoy that post-credit scene just because it, it 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 just creates some fun speculation
1: and he's where he needs to be spider-man right we always say with these movies when they end right is the character where is the character right so firmly, Peter Parker is where he needs to be as our friendly yeah. neighborhood Spider-Man. Right?
0: I've been waiting for a broken,
2: beaten-down Peter Parker wow. since Spider-Man Three. He makes, <laughs> he makes the most incredible sacrifice, aside from his life being taken from him, um, in terms of like a death. Um, one of the best sacrifices in the MCU, and man, finally a homemade. Red and blue suit. Let's go. Looks good, baby. Looks good. Yeah. I'm
0: Real Baby blue. I'm so, no more navy, yeah. no more black. Baby blue. It's uh, good. All right. So cannolis. Let's hand them out. Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Papa Webb's.
1: What's the maximum number of cannolis? <laughs> Fine, we do five cannolis. This is so five go, what, cannolis. Twenty-five. This is five cannolis with a shot of anisette on the side.
0: Oh, look at this. this or is... sambuca?
1: Should I say sambuca? Maybe. which whatever you want. Let's I'm gonna go with the going
2: This I'm is do a little uh... buca on the
1: side with the five cannolis.
2: This is uh five cannoli shot. I that espresso meatballs, pasta. Wow. All the seven fish PD. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the max, everything, man. If this is a five out of five, it is as it's for me as my Spider-Man fandom. Personally, this is one of the best things I'll ever experience. It's a five. Yeah, I give it I give it a four and a half out of five just because of like certain that. little grapes. And
0: <laughs> I I will say I prefer a little bit more of a traditional superhero movie where it's the that's villain fair. versus the hero. There's and that's a lot consistent of with me. That's Always. consistent. Always. Me. consistent I, but that's just me. But like I can't deny how great the movie is. And I, I do love it and I enjoyed it. I can't wait to see it again. And uh it'll definitely be one of the few steel books I own physically. Like oh, I don't buy much man. physical media, but as long as, as long as they do a good cover,
1: <laughs> I will yeah. buy a steel book. I That's got one I mean. last question, Pete, and then we'll get off this thing. Yeah, go do, for it. Do we think that we will see any of these guys? And I'm talking about Toby or Andrew. And if so, which one do you think has a better chance of maybe reappearing?
0: I, I don't think you see either.
1: That's interesting. But maybe I love, maybe I love it. I love it.
0: I don't think you see them again. I think the most you'll see out of them is a cameo in a post-credit scene, like we discussed earlier. But I just, I don't. You know, if if Amazing Spider-Man 3 was going to get made, it would have been made in 2014, right? Or whenever it was supposed to come out. You know, it just it, it wasn't in the cards. And the, all these things happen for a reason. And same thing for Spider-Man 4. So, you know, and to, let's be honest, you know, 20 some years later, let's be thankful that we didn't get Amazing 3 and we didn't get Spider-Man yeah. 4 because now we got this. Yeah. So like, what? what you can't have everything.
1: <laughs> what do you think?
2: I think you will but i don't know who and i don't know how if i had to bet i'm with pete they're more cameo little supporting roles i don't know if they will actually make these feature films because of holland but I i will say this i don't know if you want to take away from him that's exactly and i'm still in this and this might surprise people because of how much i worship this film I like where they leave him off. I'm almost really cool with not seeing Toby or Andrew again. I think you, you, you assume Toby gets to kind of just live his life now. And he's got MJ. And Andrew is now about to be a better Spider-Man in his prime. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that seeing them and air, because when you start bringing them back, you run the risk of kind of ruining the magic you had with them in this movie.
1: Yeah, I love Andrew Garfield that he had lived that line. I love you guys. Um that was really cool. Did you know that when he when he tells him that that's all I, him, I read that I'm script good.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm happy you did that. I'm, um, you did that. Um,
1: I'm on a little bit Toby's always going to be my guy slightly over everybody. I don't think we see Toby again. I don't think we see him in the multiverse of madness or whatever that is. I think he's done with it. I somehow get the feeling that there's so much Andrew love and Amy Pascal with her wig or whatever she was wearing <laughs> did you <laughs> see her on the red carpet Amy. <laughs> i didn't see her on the red carpet but yeah. she started
0: looking like big er he looked like the oddest couple i've ever Doc seen out. in my
1: life man it oh, was really man. crazy i just get the feeling they listen and they're in love with andrew and i i think somewhere we're going to see more of andrew than just a cameo and i'm going to leave it at that
0: that's interesting <laughs> that's very interesting we'll see i don't know uh if it happens great if it doesn't i'm i got more than enough to keep me entertained you know i'm still yeah (laughs) pete if it never
1: happens i'm all good buddy i'm not not gonna hashtag listen to me i'm not gonna pay people (laughs) to uh to create or anything like
0: that no Uh, people do a lot of strange things exactly but it's like i said earlier you can't get everything like if those two franchises don't get canceled we don't even get here yeah like let's be honest like I, I at this point I'd rather have No Way Home than Amazing Three and Spider-Man Four.
1: Me too. Because we got this. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have this. All right. Um, let's jump into some comic books. You know, the the the, 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 the real deal, the the reason the why we love all these characters. The foundation. You know? Some people like to call it the source material. Um, I think it's Amazing Spider-Man Volume 5 right now uh, by a team of writers. It doesn't seem very consistent. Um, We're going to talk about 78 Bay, (laughs) 79, 80, and 80 Bay. So we have those. uh, Amazing Spider-Man does these, like, I don't know, tying issues that are part of the book, and they give it a dot. So it is uh, 78 issue two, because there's already 78. But what what have you guys been digging about Spider-Man Beyond? uh, We'll start with 78 Bay, and we'll just go on from there.
2: I'll say... I like I like what they're doing with Ben Riley still, um, mm-hmm. and I like how the 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 extra issues kind of flesh out maybe s- some of the supporting cast from the Beyond Corporation, um, which was cool to learn more about those two characters. It's different in a good way. I think the idea of having like a corporate Spider-Man who is kind of controlled a little bit and guided is it's pretty timely for how we feel like, you know, the corporations run the world and stuff. Um, It's interesting. And these little tie-in issues I think are helping flesh out that story a little more. Cause when it's Ben, it's mainly Ben. And um, I feel like the beyond corporation was we, we learn a little bit, but not enough. And that first real tie-in issue um, really helps. How about you Pops?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm digging, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And like I said, I will always read Spider-Man uh but i'm not going to lie to you like i'm a little bit ahead of these issues and i am yearning for the return of peter and maybe having Ben branch out into the old old book the issue that i really enjoyed here was the aunt May dr octopus issue Mm -hmm. and to me I, i i just i read that whole issue twice i had a great time with it the interaction between the two characters is beautiful it even brought me back to the past of when they got married years ago and things like that so so, you know and I love the cover and I love the artwork and everything so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the other stuff the two the corporate stuff is okay we know it's probably some deep deep dark sinister secret coming up or whatever Mm -hmm. but give me more May and Doc Ock and and then what happens is beautiful Doc Ock I'm yeah. on a Doc Ock guy
0: right now, yeah. but he is—he is one of my favorite guys. Pete, no, I'm with you 100. Out of these four issues, uh, eighty Bay was definitely my favorite. Uh, just seeing May and like I know she'll be like, "Well, you like your old like kind of like invalid Aunt May." I'm like, that's yes. that's not true. I just don't prefer her to look like she's 25. Mercer to May looks too beautiful to be on May. Right, one hundred percent, but i appreciate hey may's got drive she's doing what she can to save peter getting peter out of this coma is like her primary thing and she's going to ottawa octavia and you know they get into this just interesting like (laughs) it's just an interesting aunt may journey and it's it's funny because like i'm reading this and i'm like if they came out with this in a movie like they were talking about i probably would have hated it but the fact that it was a comic book like that remember the little Aunt, aunt may spy movie they were talking about making years ago like i was like oh man I, I, I couldn't stand that but this when it's in like a story like this i appreciate this um i didn't like 78 bay i thought that was kind of weird it just kind of felt like a throwaway issue but so they like, got the two tie-ins i prefer 80 and just between 79 and 80 um i really liked the craven stuff i liked his yeah. tactics i liked yeah i like how he took down ben riley i do think it's a little weird that craven couldn't smell the difference
1: is that just me being a fanboy? No, nah, that's like, why I got didn't, pretty I,
0: contact. It, it I kind didn't of me it. a little
1: bit. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much as you, even though I thought it was a decent read and the action was good. But it was weird to me that he didn't sense that. Can I tell I the agree.
2: difference. I'm with you, and I almost think it would have been more interesting if he did. And then, I mean, once once again, that's us being fanboys. But it was cool issues. They they were cool issues visually, aspect with with all that like trippy poison stuff going on. But I almost wish he did smell the difference and be like, you're not the worthy one. Or not notice the fighting
0: style. Yeah, like, There should be something different there that I feel like Craven with his ability should He's be able to pick up
1: Spider-Man. on.
2: Spider-Man. and I mean, he
1: is a clone, but still there's But I almost yet. wish
2: she downplayed Ben a little bit to play into more of Ben's, you know, as we see primarily in issue 79 when he visits Peter in the hospital mm. um, to like keep letting Ben, once again, it's us wanting these characters to suffer. No, no, no. Ha- having Ben battle with the responsibility more of being Spider-Man because I would love if Craven's like, "You're not the ideal prey. I want to hunt. Like you're not. Yeah, the, you're not worthy. Not,
0: you're not worthy of me." But I almost wanted Craven to be like, I, "What am I doing with you? You're wasting yeah, my time." Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Stop me like, fight.
2: fighting you. Yeah,
0: I could win um, at any point. But I agree with your father. The corporate stuff, while it's it's a nice little change of pace for now. I am, I'm getting to the point where like, I want this to wrap up. I need Peter. Peter's out of coma. Now I, I understand what you were doing. You set up the Ben Riley book brilliantly. I don't think you need to do it with JMD writing it. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think the guy is very capable of telling a wonderful Spider-Man story now, regardless of who's under the mask, but I am ready for the return of Peter Parker and uh, to see what this team of creatives comes up with. I, I, I can't remember if uh, you know it just seems like we've got a various rotating team of artists and writers and sometimes that can hinder a book a little bit and i don't think that's an issue here while some books look different than others i don't think the writing has been a problem from writer to writer i think the artwork's been just as good um so this rotating door of spider-man is very interesting i i don't remember if um ziggler is the primary writer for
2: uh, amazing right now i think uh, it I don't remember keeps on top of Shane ziggler did the most in a row I think three in a row is the most. I think people were just doing two.
1: Um, Well, dude, guys, we're on our way to 900, right? So something special is coming Which God, there.
2: See, You know that bugs me, is like, I know I know I Who
0: did but- it And they put the legacy numbers Like I, I, I wish they would no. have Just did what DC did With the detective in action And just Yeah like,
1: Just put them back right It's just so cool To have a, It's a cool to get there Detective man. 1047 1048 yeah. I love that crap and no. It's
0: funny Because like the MCU Likes to have their uh, MCU Marvel likes to have their cake And eat it too It's it, volume 5 Issue 80 Legacy wise It's 881
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, Don't pull that shit on me Yeah that's that's that yeah that that is the frustrating part but um I guess yeah I think we're close to Peter being back like you said Pete, we're a little bit ahead of you here um but it's definitely trying
0: to keep it fresh for the show which seen, I like to day or two before yeah. and I bank them I I, I binge read Spider Man for you too.
2: I have <laughs> so we have two because. It, it comes out like three times a month. So it's instead a of reading them weekly, I pretty much let yeah. the three build up and I power through them. So um, I'm excited to see where it's going um, and I'm excited to see where it's going past the point we're at. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just fun to be talking about amazing Spider-Man comics with you all because it's lost me a few times. It lost me during the Spencer run a few times when we never really start getting back on it until the end and then we start talking about it on the show so it's cool to not only talk about it, amazing again and to be reading it consistently but to be enjoying it is something i haven't done in the last few that, years really there is
0: something to be said that coming off of uh, no way home into this another version of Spider Man a different Spider Man. There's something like that just kind of you know tickles my fancy a little bit as a comic yeah. book fan. Like I've got three versions of Peter Parker in this movie, but then again, like I'm another wonderful Ben Riley story arc. You know, Peter David was doing some great stuff when uh, Ben Riley was in Vegas. Yeah, in the last two years, those stories were interesting. But to have Ben Riley in New York and filling in for Peter now has been good. But i I'm, I'm looking forward to the end. But I, I am enjoying all the. Different Spider-Man I've been getting, so I just I, I feel like I'm a, a, just a kid in candy. I don't know what people complain about. I'm sure I could find something on it's Twitter. to be Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's time to be Spider-Man. No, right, man. It's, it's it is. Great. It's great. The, it's the only thing I'm going to complain about. Everything.
1: I'm on, I got one complaint. I need these action figures, man. Who's going to make these? Oh, Obi- you know that's Obi- a, and these I Andrew. Secrecy, I need oh, the action figures, Pete. I'm ready to. You know what out. I
0: need? I want. I missed out on the uh the Goblin. Uh, the 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 Goblin from 2002, like that's what I, and Doc Ock, like I you know I wasn't you know I didn't have a whole lot of money. I was a broke college kid, and yeah. in 2002 I was in high school, so I had even less money then. Um, so you know I just I want these figures. I want this Defoe uh, Goblin figure. I want this. Uh, you know I, I have I have them all uh, from amazing. Um, yeah, I have an, I have a, I have Electro. I have the Lizard figure, which actually isn't a Marvel Legends figure; it was something else um i they never made a a dean DeHaan green goblin so i don't have that they oh they did they made the like the ten dollar kid version so that is out there if you want to collect for the hardcore collectors uh for the rob myers of the world
1: um but yeah like i I want the action figures there should be two more waves there should be a wave of villains and there should be a wave of the three guys
0: because what is the wave now we've got we've got black suit spider-man we've got dr strange We've got regular Spider-Man, and I think there's something else, correct? That's it.
1: And then there's two characters That's that are it? in the movie. There's two other, like, villains or whatever. Some obscure villains right now that I can't just, remember, just but, to. Just yeah. to sell
0: the BAFP. piece Just okay. to sell,
1: exactly, yeah. But, I mean, there's, okay. just, there's yeah, you know. or I'm, and, and I'm surprised that even none of the, even, forget the legends, that some of the, the more higher quality, is it the Mayfex or the Hot Toys? Yeah. I'm just surprised we haven't seen them with the, because what I'm looking to get is the three-
0: page. <laughs> i'm looking to get the three
1: guys with the head swaps right because i want to be able to display them as spider-man and i want to be able to display them without the mask sign so yeah. hopefully uh, somebody you're I, an unmasked guy you yeah like well, unmasked figures for these guys to have that yeah you remember this yeah the I, suits
0: are different i could get by yeah. i'm not an unmasked. i don't buy the unmasked figures yeah it is not not my thing um but yeah like it's funny because when shazam came out I've had people like, "Hey, don't go to Target." I'm like, "What do you mean don't go to Target? Like, it, it ruins Shazam." Like, how does Target spoil Shazam for me? Like, there are action figures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Really?" And it's this obviously the movie's out, but it's the rest of the Shazamly yeah. is on the shelf at Target. And you, you know, like I was like, I I went and checked it out. Like, I I spoiled the movie for myself. But I was like, "What do you mean?" And I, I did it, and it, it was interesting. So like, it's funny that Mattel and Warner Brothers didn't care; they just did it. But um, Hasbro and uh, Disney were like, no, let's try to keep this a secret. It's, it's yeah. funny, the, the business tactic because imagine the money on merch you can make. Yeah. Oh, would be making so
2: money right now. I mean, how many? And are- I
0: appreciate that from the yeah. filmmaker's standpoint where they put their foot down. You know, it's kind of it's kind of Nolan-esque. Where like, you know, Nolan was like, I'm not sharing, uh, you know, my my stuff with you to make toys just yet because it's not ready. You know, like which, you it was almost a downfall of Schumacher yeah. And it seems that some places have learned their lessons and other places just don't care, which is just fantastic from a business standpoint.
2: I just hope that we don't have to wait too, too long. Cause man, it was almost a year for the baby Yoda stuff that they missed out on. Yeah. So I hope it's not like till. I feel like this stuff is summer. already
0: pre-planned. They just actually have to start ship making and shipping, right? Like, yeah. Because you got to know fans to. are going to want to buy all these, and we're not just talking like $20 Marvel legends. We're talking like $10
2: Funko. Pops. Oh man, I'm buying everything. Oh, absolutely. And I want the pops. I'm surprised they normally can make the pops quicker. quicker. That's why I'm surprised they haven't thrown out pops yet. Cause we've got those pops. You saw the pops that,
0: uh, released for the batman that image yeah you know so i'm like i'm like it's funny like no
2: way home is almost like birds of prey it's like where's the merch and the thing about the pops is it's easier to make the concept art for them because they're also similar you just yeah. really have to change an already spider experiment so what they do with funko is they'll show you what they're going to look like and they haven't made them yet and you do and you do these pre-orders so i'm surprised they haven't been able to come up with the three Spider-Man yet super quick and just show them to you and be like, Hey, start pre-ordering me. We're going to just, it's or just you could,
0: you could have made them and put them in their boxes and logos of their franchises. Like, to be honest, I still would have, purchased yeah. them. I don't oh, need, man. I'm not an inbox guy. I'm taking them out and oh, i will to throw the box away. You know, like yeah. the only reason that some of this stuff is in boxes is just like, you know, it makes it easier for the move. You know, I don't want to wrap it all up in bubble wrap and exactly. this and exactly. guns and accessories and all that stuff
1: flies everywhere. Pete, I just want a commitment from you now that you're in with us with the uh, the six foot tall statue of Liberty that Hasbro is going to. What do they call that? The money campaign
2: when they do that? When they do the Hasbro, what what are those called? You know
1: how we brought the Galactus? We're waiting for it. The three foot. You bought
2: Galactus? Yeah, Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we bought. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, the Hasbro Galactus. We're
1: getting four. Four action figures with it he too. He gets to hold the surfer. It's he really gets to beautiful. hold the surfer in his. I right saw here. that. What, what that was? That's expensive. So Pete, yeah, I got to yeah. it. was. <laughs> I want a six-foot statue of Liberty with the shield, and then obviously it's going to come with the three guys, the five buildings. <laughs> to be brutally honest, I was, I hated that. It Did just you? felt so unpatriotic to me. I was like, with, this, with was, the shield. I was like,
0: first of all, if <laughs> you're going to honor ball. Captain America, Captain America would get his own monument. They wouldn't put his yeah. shield. Why would you put a shield? Yeah, the, the shield? Yeah, the shield was a
1: little. Was I was like,
0: why'd you touch. do it? Like, it, did they just do this to have a scaffolding around the on the statue?
1: <laughs> they did it to have a fighting platform for them at the end because yeah. they fought in the shield, right? Uh,
2: yeah, okay. Uh, well, they just fought on the fought everywhere. John That's Walker it. was gonna show up and be like, ah, ah, I'm gonna take down this ah, goblin ah, myself. Like, what, what are you guys doing? I'm gonna take Is down this ah, goblin ah, myself. Ah, I'm gonna take ah, down ah, this ah, unpatriotic ah, green mother yeah, right now. I
0: was like, I was like, Steve Rogers would have a monument
1: in DC. Like, why would they
0: alter the statue? Pete,
1: we're yeah, going to yeah, feel yeah. this good again, too. I think March, what is it? March 4th night, the 3rd of the March 3rd. For the Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I hope so. I hope so. I'm feel-good. I, I, feel, I don't know if this feeling can compare.
0: It's different. I, it's, it's I think different. the Flash is yeah. going to be, when we see Keaton and Affleck, I don't know if we'll see them together. Who knows? We may never see those guys actually interact all as one. I don't know. But, um, you know, to see Keaton back is a big deal for me. Uh, that's that was my Batman growing up. So like sure. I've I've told people, I was like, this is nothing. Like as soon as Keaton pops up, I don't care. He could be an old man. He could be popping out of the bat suit. He can be coming out of the cave. Like it as soon as Michael Keaton walks on the screen, the flash, like I'm gonna just I'll need a box of Kleenex. Like I'm just gonna start tearing up. That's That's awesome, man. That's what it's all about, buddy. That's what it's about. This is why we do it, man. That's why we're here. 30 years later to have him come back and you know we were all gushing about 20 years of spider-man yeah you know but like 30 years to bring back keaton i think is a big deal and uh, we'll see how flash flashpoint whatever that movie's called uh we'll (laughs) see how that turns out because uh it's it sounds like it's just as ambitious yeah, and it, it, it with not maybe more characters, like you know, and we I, do we even know who the villain is of that movie?
2: <laughs> no, i Do you not know, sim- even experience. know if there like, is a villain? It's
0: time. We, 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 the, the audience, audience is the villain. villain. The audience we are is the a villain.
1: villain. The audience, the audience <laughs> is the
0: <a> villain. <laughs> I'm only a villain on Twitter. I'm only uh, a
1: villain on Twitter. Only
0: when I need. But, to be. Uh, Speaking yeah, of which, I'm Zeddy when I'm useful. There you
1: go. You can follow me, right? Useful. Is this it, a it plug time? Uh, it, I, I think no, that was a perfect no, plug time. You could follow me at N. Caruso Jr. on Twitter. Please come listen to all my, read all my fantastical takes.
2: That, oh, man. That's man, it. Man, I thought you are going to keep going. No, I'm he sure did this on the last episode of Vigilante, too, sure where, like, but, but see, like, I study communication for I like a living.
1: T- Nick, Your volume went
2: up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, everyone. Your volume went up at the end of that, which made me think there was no. more for you to say. Anyway. I'm trying to prepare you. His Nico that's you it it crazy. All right, yeah, no, i take some half Twitter. hour. I'll go to the <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'll be quick today. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nico Caruso. That's N I K K O C A R U S O. Same handle on uh, Twitter, Letterbox, Instagram, and uh, TikTok as well, where I've been having some fun doing some movie reviews. And um, follow at the Vigilante nineteen thirty nine, the other show I do with my dad and our good pal Zetty. and on the UPD. Here's the spiel. Uh, You can follow me on social (laughs) media. It's Twitter, Instagram,
0: and Zack Snyder's favorite, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Podcast number one. Podcast I co-host with Champion Long Island, Eric Holzman. Straight to Gotham, straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. Check out Facebook for the page and the group. Great discussions going on in both places. Check out at Team Yellow Oval because we're excited about Keaton coming back, and the Yellow Oval is back in print as it was with Batman 118, so that's exciting um check out what else do i have going on uh check out podcast number two this podcast you're listening to right now the italian spider-man coalition podcast that involves sausage meatballs and, and uh what what would i be i guess uh, i don't know am i like steak pizza i all like what am i what am i gonna call myself over here we'll figure let's it out see. a little bit. let's <laughs> see what's a
1: man
0: i got man i got oh, yeah because yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuffed um so that works oh, out great i don't mean it
2: like, <laughs> it's like man of God. <laughs> i like
0: nice got thank you for listening to (laughs) the italian spider-man coalition podcast we are proud members of both let's go uh podcast network and the batman podcast network and remember with great sauce comes great macaroni until next time web heads